Talk Recorded live. And good morning. It's January 11th, 2016. And welcome to the Specialized Mastermind class. And this is the week of PPAI, the promotional products uh, show in Las Vegas. And I know many of you um, on the call are going, and some people have already left. And um, so I wanted to, I thought that I would direct today's call for just some uh, observations about PPAI and maybe some things that, just the reminders to kind of look for um, while you're there. But before I start with that, I wanted to clarify, oh, and there's my dog, right? Um, I wanted to clarify um, sort of a concept that we've been talking about like over and over and over and over again. It's always about, you know, Everything should be customer-focused. You should know what your customer needs. You should know, you know, um, you know always offer your, your client good content. You know, those, those themes come over and over and over, and I wouldn't be surprised if you heard them at PPAI from speakers, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just, you know, reading up on that concept and so forth because it sounds good, but kind of, you know, it might be a little bit hazy sort of when it comes down to reality. And I was reading an article, and I thought, that is a great way to explain it better. And um, so here's the analogy. And the analogy is that, you know, as a salesperson, you can learn a lot from your doctor. And I immediately thought, really? You know. But um, the, the idea is that when you go into your doctor, it's true that before you walk in, they probably open your file and, you know, look in it as a reminder or whatever. But generally when you, when you sit down with them, they know about you. They know um, what maybe your current ailments are. They know that you've had your shots. They know that, you know, um, in the past you, you know, suffered from asthma or whatever. But they know about you before you sit down when you get in there. They already know all that. And that is like an excellent model for today's salesperson. In other words, if you go in and you start rehashing or asking things, some of the basics that maybe even 10 years ago, we would have said, okay, so, you know, tell me about your company or blah, 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 blah. You will find, especially as millennials take over leadership positions, that people just don't have the patience for that. The expectation is higher, that you already know the basics before you go in. And I just love that analogy with like a doctor. I mean, and I've, I've had this happen too. I'm, I'm sure you have, like actually going into a doctor's office and they start asking you all the questions and, I, and don't you, I don't know, I do, but turn to them and go, don't you know all this? It's right there. Nobody has the patience for that. They're not expecting that from you. They expect a lot more because the basics, when you go in, you should already know, even if you've never met those people before, as opposed to, cold, I know, I don't know if anybody still does cold calling. That's something else. But even, um, you know, and I've got to tell you, even that door is closing because you could be in your car going, oh, so-and-so, and you should look it up on your phone to know the basics. You may not know their deepest, darkest, um, you know, passions and desires and what their, you know, super personal goals might be for, that, for their business, but the basics, nobody wants anybody coming in asking those questions anymore. And, um, and what they also want from you, one step level, it, one step a level higher, I'll get the words out, is that they want you to be able to add things and to be able to guide them. Because just as much as we're getting bombarded, 
every client you have is getting bombarded with, you know, from technology to everything else. So if you're able to go in there and they're going, you know, I just don't know if, you know, our budget's limited and I don't know if I should, you know, buy giveaways or, you know, you know, look internal and maybe buy shirts for our team, what would be the most meaningful? As an expert in the field, you should be able to say, look, here's, here's what we've learned, you know, that, you know, what we see is that, and I'm making this up because I have no idea, is that most of our clients will tend to maybe think outward and try to maybe give some things, you know, for client giveaways. Because what we do know is some basic science behind, you know, mindless compliance, that very often your chance of attracting someone back or someone saying yes is when you do give something away. The human brain is is modeled to do that because it's a sense of reciprocation that we're wired to do. Just a thought. See, now you're adding value. Or things that you know. You know, most of our clients, you know, find that, you know, when they have branded type uh, shirts and everyone's, you know, looking the same, it really gives a, a stronger sense of, of teamwork. At least that's what I've heard. I don't know if you have. I'm making it up, but from your clients. And, you know, you have all this wealth of knowledge that you may not even, you know, realize that you have. But that's the kind of a sales call. That's what a sales call looks like today. And it's only going to get more demanding in terms of insights that you can offer. And I think that's one of the big purposes of this call. So when we've gone over, you know, what, what do business people need? What are their top priorities? It's, it's time. What are they really, what have they found to help a business grow? If you can transfer a bunch of your time or some of your time, even a little bit of your time to the sales effort or marketing effort, getting off of the day-to-day doldrum um, like buying promotional products or, you know, sitting and interviewing tons of vendors, that is costing you growth every single day. Those are the kinds of insights that they're expecting. So when every time you go to a conference, and I'm positive that, you know, there's going to be tons of insights when you go to the booths, I encourage you that not only um, do you just go to the booths to see what they have, um, but to ask those vendors why. You know, why? It could be as simple as a pen that might have a new technology on it. You know, why this technology? What makes it proprietary? The same things that people are going to ask you about specialized, what makes it, what, why, should, why go with you than somebody else? Why should I go with you rather than Staples? Ask them why. Remember, when, you, when you're able to tell someone the reason why humans are wired to be much more likely to acquisit acquiesce. <laughs> Same thing. So if you buy that pen that has some fab technology on it or certain colors and you can tell a client why, you have a 50% plus chance of closing that deal. But if it's just like a cool pen because it's cool, that's okay. And that could be a reason. It's just really cool. You know, in fact, Bruce and I just bought a pen recently because it was really cool. And um, there you go. So, so make sure you know the reasons why. And um, also, I was looking at the PPAI um, site and um, just wanted to give you a little bit of insight, which I thought it was like pretty interesting. Um, I was looking at their keynote schedule. That's usually one of the first things that I look at. Um, their opening keynote, which I, I don't know if you're missing that or not. I wasn't sure when, when things are happening, but is Seth Godin, who I believe – 
was the opening keynote. I can't recall if it was here or at um, um, the S.B. Richards show. So some of you may have heard him before, and we've done several classes on him and his books and so forth. And um, so it was interesting, same person. And um, we'll talk a little bit about him. And then I was just kind of scooting around. I didn't know the names of a lot of the other people. But what I was looking at was some of the themes that keynotes are talking about. And, um, and I noticed that a lot of the themes kind of mirrored a lot of the themes that we talk about that may or may not make sense to some of you um, here in class. So issues like um, fear, um, how to make your life better, um, trying to figure out your true mission in life, um, you know, not just going to work, but having a bigger purpose. And, of course, understanding millennials. We've done that many times. And so I'm sitting there as I'm reading these types of themes um, and so forth that I was thinking, oh, these guys are going to, like, frankly, I was thinking they're going to do me proud. They're going to be all over this stuff. It's just going to be uh, better speakers and with more insight. So watch as they talk to you how when they give you a concept or so forth, they'll do a couple things. One, the, the keynotes will be great storytellers. They'll couch every single concept they're trying to impart to you in a great story. And they will also give you insights or testimonials to back up everything that they say. So it might be from a study that, you know, 52% of the people that we have found, da 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 or it'll be couched in, you know, let me quote from, you know, it might be a, a customer of theirs or it might be, um, um, you know, an expert in the field that we all know or someone that's famous or a wise thought leader, in, you know, that we all know. And that, that's another thing to watch for. When these people are speaking, envision yourself not taking an hour to pitch someone, but taking those same concepts, we've talked about it here a thousand times, and implementing them when you pitch someone and you go in um, to close a deal. It's through the power of story and so forth. And um, one of them, um, I was curious, uh, I just happened to pick this gentleman out of um, the list of keynotes. It's really, uh, I listened to him online, his name is Casey Gerald, and he gave this past year's um, Harvard Business School's, um, I don't know if he's valedictorian, but he gave the, he must have been student address. And, um, you know, what he was talking about was a lot about this whole notion of fear as to what drives you. So that's what's really going to be a big theme. You know, what's driving you to move forward? And it's really a powerful theme, and I don't know that you would have seen that theme, again, 10 years ago, seven years ago even, people talking about, you know, um, their life's purpose and why they do things. Um, I'll make myself like a 1,000 years old, but I don't know that... Um, when I was growing up, I was really taught so much about why I was doing things. It was mainly to make a living and be independent. You're not hearing, and I'll be, we'll see, and you'll let me know next week how many um, speakers will be talking about, you know, money and how important it is, or they should be talking about how to make more money, but I don't know how much of that's going to be. I'll be curious to ask you guys. And so he was talking about 
um, and I'm sure he'll be talking to you about it, is about, you know, overcoming your fear. And then if your motivation to go to work every day is just because you're so afraid about what's going to happen next. So, and there's some legitimate fears, you know, that some of us may have. And it might be, um, you know, I'm scared about, you know, um, I'm not going to succeed. Fear of failure, a huge one. Fear of what's going to happen next. You know, how am I going to ever retire? Fear of, you know, what's going to happen to me as I age. Fear of fill in the blank. And that, you know, you're going to hear this a lot is like, is basically about, but should you live, you know, encapsulated in life's fear or overcoming that and finding a bigger mission. So I'm just curious when you guys get back, I'll be asking next week all about the show and what really cool things that you saw. And I also went um, back, um, I don't know if you remember how many classes ago, we were talking about trends and Jeremy, you saw him at uh, SB Richards, Jeremy Gooch, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, if it's Gutch or Gooch, and he is a trend expert. And of course, you know, because he spoke there, you know, I'm getting all his emails, and I, I look every once in a while, and he's basically a trend expert, and he's basically always polling people about, you know, what's going to be the big trends, this, that, and the other, and, you know, and there's just a zillion of them. So I'm not going to uh, go through a zillion of them, and actually, I didn't use a lot of his things, I just started to use common sense for some things to look for um, at the show that may or may not have been a major motivator or something you would think about would be an awesome um, promotional item in the past. Um, one of the things is the, is the idea of fitness and tracking fitness. No, I don't think you're going to be giving out Fitbits at a, you know, 149.99, but I'm going to be willing to bet that there's going to be fitness-oriented types of things. I would take a look at those. And the reason I'm saying that is I think the fitness section of the consumer electronics show that just passed was the area that grew the most. And we all know what it is. It's tracking, you know, tracking your heartbeats, da, 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 how many steps. And I wouldn't be surprised if there were things at the show, I'm just guessing now, that we're in that whole genre of fitness, just to keep that in mind. Everybody, you know, is sort of, not everybody, but everybody pretty much is, would be interested in something. And maybe there's something that's, you know, really cool that we haven't seen yet that, you know, you can give out. People would ex love that. And I would say anything that's time-saving, anything that can save people time, there's got to be things there, so you have, please tell me what they are, that will save people time. Um, and also I would say that I don't know if you'll see anything like this, but I'm guessing again that if anything has a partner app that goes with it, anything that's going to be tied to a, a cell phone, I wouldn't be afraid of taking a look at. People think nothing of it. So if there's some kind of cool giveaway, but there's also an app that makes it run or tracks or whatever, don't hesitate. People are used to it. Um, so don't feel like, oh, it's too complicated or this, that, and the other. They like it. And who knows if there's even some kind of proprietary apps that people may be using as giveaways that you can give away to clients. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, let's say, oh, ways to also talking about a bigger purpose because some people's and millennials' minds, um, anything that um, somehow gives to others. Um, that has a charitable, um, some kind of a charitable uh, take to it, I would take a look at. Anything around pets, 
curious if anyone will be giving away things for people's pets. Still a high-growth industry, and even now there are starting to be giveaways regarding pets and their fitness, tracking their steps and how their sleep is going, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, and then the, uh, the whole topic of sleep, another one, many, many people suffering from sleep as a result of looking at electronics. And, um, oh, and also anything regarding, well, obviously, electronics and the organization of them um, and any of their accessories like wire organizers, you know, where are you going to put all that stuff, you know, for women in your purse or men, I don't know where you put all that stuff, but, you know, organizing them, um, making them um, more, um, like, easier to carry around, compact. I know you've already, like, given away things like that. And you, I know you've given away battery chargers and anything like that that's even better and cooler that's, that's going to make our phones stay on. And it's all, anything around the phone, the phone, the phone, the phone. I know that Specialized has been on that for years. But um, I'm just mentioning these things because um, lots of times when we're looking at things, we think about them in terms of, like, what we would necessarily like. And that may – that's – a great thing to, to use as an instinct, but also just be thinking about because sort of transitioning generations that um, things that like these thematic types of ideas, um, having bigger missions, living a better life, which all goes into fitness and the rest and electronics and saving time and having no patience and, you know, and I wouldn't, even things about raising a family or anything like that, I would take a look at. Um, Oh, and also, of course, um, and I know you guys have been on this for a while, but a major interest of millennials, next generation, is anything about sustainability, um, anything green, anything about um, taking care of our planet, um, which also ties together with eating well, um, that kind of thing, I would also take a look at. So I'm curious to see if you see any of those trends um, happening um, at um, PPAI. Um, another thing, Seth Godin, I thought, well, gee, we haven't talked about Seth in a long time. He seems to be the big keynote that they hired. Um, and interestingly enough, I thought, well, what was the last thing he tweeted, which was three hours ago? He's a big tweeter, social media guy. Um, and huh, this is what popped up, so I'll throw it out there, and it's very consistent, I think, kind of with the theme to some um, – with some. Um, that I was talking about before, but also with like a little bit of a business mix. So I have a feeling this is some of the things he might be dealing, uh, talking about. He says, 10 questions for work that matters. Um, what are you doing that's difficult? What are you doing that people believe only you can do? Who are you connecting? Who are you putting together to do business? What do people say when they talk about you? Hmm. Oh, here we go. What are you afraid of? What's the scarce resource? Who are you trying to change? And what does that change look like? I love this question, this next one. Would we miss your work if you stopped making it? What do you stand for? And what contributions are you making? 
And he put a hint at the bottom that says the following, any question that's difficult to answer deserves more thought. Any answers that are meandering, nuanced, or complex are probably a symptom of something important. I think I'm going to send those out to you just because they're good to have. And I know that um, Nathan had asked last week for um, you guys to submit to him your goals and so forth. Um, This is great guiding questions for your life, your business goals, anything. Great guiding uh, questions. So, and Seth has sort of been one of the first, um, I think, one of the first thought leaders around like innovation and um, so forth. So it's usually with him, you can usually tell sort of what people are talking about and what's happening. But so it'll be interesting um, to see how much that theme permeates through, through the show. Very, very woo-woo as far as I'm concerned. And um, I don't know if you guys are looking for certain things at the show. I'd be interested to hear that when we open up the lines and um, and so forth. And here's another theme um, also um, around, I bet you're going to be hearing a lot about, which we've just talked about earlier, um, the idea of helping. In other words, when you're looking at a client, can I help them? Do they need my help? And are you ready to embrace that you're always going to be helping as as opposed to always closing? That in the end, helping usually has a higher closing rate than when you're only out there to close. And from what I know of Specialized, um, many of you have been around a long time, I would say that you know this very well. And you're actually a thought leader, many of you on this call right now, when it comes to Uh, approaching sales in this way. So um, with that, let's open up the lines. Good morning. The internal sales team is in goldmine training this morning, and I think Rusty is with them, I believe, yeah. And so we have uh, fewer folks. Um, Craig, are you on? Or I know Nathan's in Las Vegas. They might be at the show. Yes, I'm here. Oh, you're here. Oh, yay. It's bright and early still, remember. We're just an hour behind. Just, we've still got plenty of time on our hands. Oh, okay. So um, I thought I'd start with you since everyone's heading your way today. And um, did anything that I talked about this morning resonate, or have you seen any of these trends, like when you're with your clients? Oh, any- absolutely. I mean, I, I'd like to say, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of it as far as, like, the, the beliefs and, like, say, the way the the applications and trending and things. And like I said, I look forward to the show this week because it'll be nice. I've got a couple of clients that are actually looking for ideas for things they're doing in March and April. And we kind of set them some ideas, but they're kind of like, oh, well, that's the same old, same old. So we were like, oh, well, this is perfect timing because we have the show to go to. So hopefully we can see some new things that would be something different for them. Because Nathan and I were talking about that last night to where, you know, customers over and over again are always kind of repeating doing the same things and it's like okay this is a good time to actually see different things and see what you can find that you know are unique or different that kind of spice it up a little bit things like you're saying too that kind of are more to where things are trending be it like a health application or different type things so that's always what's good about this show yeah and you know that just sparked a thought in my mind that if you know if you're at a booth and let's say you feel like oh these guys are kind of clever I kind of like these guys but it's not really you know I've seen this before or whatever ask them those vendors are experts in what they're doing so pull them aside and say look love what you're doing love the theme but I really I have clients I want something out of the box 
I want something that, you know, you haven't quite seen. And you know what? They're going to start talking. Maybe there's something in development. You could be the first out there. Maybe there's something that Specialized can have an exclusive on in Arizona for or something for a month. You know, ask the vendors. Don't just accept what they have out necessarily. Those companies are working on other things. So don't just accept it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it just made me think of that. Um, so do you have things in mind that you're kind of looking for besides like fitness things or? Just some unique, like I say, I would say more geared towards, which I think a lot of folks are going to, which resonate a lot for giveaways and for customers. There's more things in like that whole electronics type area, like say huh. apps, you to do with that whole area. Because right. a good example is Goodwill. She's got a budget of about three to 4000 for some executive type giveaways for an event they have coming up. And she's like, hey, we've done the nice pens. We've done this. We've hey. done that. You know, and I don't want to do the same thing again because it's these same executives coming like every year to this event. So she's like, hey, I want something new and out of the box. So hopefully that'll be a good thing because we'll see something cool in the electronic side, which kind of like you said, resonates with everybody because everybody's trying and, to do something in that area. And also, um, oh, I can't think of the word. Like when I explain it, maybe somebody, one of you guys can tell me the word that's escaping me. But clothing, not receptive, that's not the word. What's the word? It's basically it's clothing that within the clothing um, has um, electronic um, components that can help, like clothing that might have, you know, earbuds in them or are built in a way. So maybe it's the old T-shirt, but there's a pocket, you know, so they know that, you know, for a cell phone or, you know, I, as soon as I hang up, I'm going to think of the word. It's something, you know, you get the gist of it. That might be something to look for. No, that'd be pretty cool. Especially yeah, right? Isn't like that, that annoying that's... when you just want to go out and take a walk and, like, you're holding your phone? Drives yep. me insane. <laughs> No, if you I know, got for Christmas, I got the iPhone holder for the gym, you know, for your arm that you can wear. Oh, I know. And that's the other thing. <laughs> Try to find one that will that will um, incorporate a case. Yep. Right? Anybody else have that problem? <laughs> I just feel like, hello, does it, you know, why, you know, never mind. But that's a, a silly thing, but people, it'll resonate with people, and that goes back to telling people why you're giving it to them. And when you give, if you're going to give something, um, any of these things, and you want to sell them, the same way I'm talking to you now, you should be talking to your clients. Not just like, hey, you know, I found this little thing, and here's the insight. So here's why, you know, I thought this was a good idea for you. Studies show that, well, you know, humans are wired like this. And so, da 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 you know, rather than just going, I found something really cool, I mean, that may work, but it's, you're going to close way, way faster if you tell people why. Did you have any big wins last week or any um, good news or challenges that you want to share? Uh, good news as far as projects we're working on. We're working on some finalization for some uh, business card pricing to get the Golden Nugget program done, so that was good news. Um, actually worked some link contacts, which was great. So got a couple appointments out of that with some folks at some key accounts here too where I hit up the presidents and owners and virtually they kicked me down to their marketing folks. And it was great because when you called the marketing folks and person and said, hey, by the way, I was just talking to your like half owner and VP and he told me right. it was real nice. And <laughs> did, you, did you say you found them on LinkedIn? Yeah, they were contacts of mine that I had connected with, you know, a good – couple months ago and like I say what I do on LinkedIn is I don't immediately because it was funny I was telling Nathan this story last night I don't immediately do which it was funny I saw somebody posted an actual joke about it where they were talking about salespeople on LinkedIn how you know they'll 
invite somebody or send an invitation to somebody, and then as soon as that person accepts the invitation, it's like, oh, hey, great, hi, thanks for sending my invitation, and hey, I'd like to tell you some stuff. Right. And kind of like how that's offensive to, like, some of the presidents and higher-up folks. And so I kind of connect, and then you kind of just work some things and let it go, and then slowly but surely. So this is a connection that I've known for about three, four months, and he's a senior VP of a large construction firm here. And I reached out to him about before the holidays, and he had responded back and said, hey, no problem, you know what, I don't have anything to do with that because of who I am, but here's my person that handles that, you know, reach out to him and get with him. So I let the holidays expire because I didn't want to bug her during the holiday and contacted her. And, you know, as soon as you said, hey, I just talked to uh, Guy Martin, you know, your, your VP, and he told me to give you a buzz. I was chatting with him via link, and he said I needed to meet with you. She's like, oh, okay, well, what day works for you next week? Exactly. I love LinkedIn. I'm, yeah. It inspires me. Now everyone's going to be, oh, he mentioned it. She's going to talk about it another day. It's cool. Oh, I did, big, I did the big phone. Oh, I, I saw my radar again anyway. So, well, thanks. I don't know what that is. Have yeah, no well, idea. thanks, Craig, and thanks for hosting the whole team this week. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. love people coming to Vegas. It's always That's, a good time. Yeah, you will. Um, Aaron, are you on? Is Aaron on? I'm I, here. Oh, there you are. I know there's always that. Pause. I don't know why I don't get used to it. Um, so, what do you um, had? You have anything in mind for the show this week, and things that you might be looking for, or you think your clients would like? No, I go specifically to find new stuff. Um, right. Unless I've got a job that maybe we weren't uh, able to hit a price point or something like that. Right. Uh, then I'm looking specifically. Like last year, I was looking for. Uh, large quantity paper cut price that was just ridiculously low. Um, this year, I don't have anything specific like that. I'm just going to find new stuff so that, like you said, where I can bring it as as helping them versus trying to sell them something. Uh, hey, you know what? I found a couple of really cool, neat things uh, that you might be interested in or might work for this project or might work for this project. Uh, like you did last year or something like that. So I kind of reference sell it, but uh, look for something new and unique. Yeah. And, and, like, it, and like you said, I, it seems to me that people are looking more and more for technology-type items now. And notice that they're also more personal. They're also more personal. In other words, like personally helping themselves sort of more than like, I keep picking on the poor pens, but more than like, when you would give out a pen, things that they know that people can relate to. And like, can't you relate to every, all those wires getting all screwed? You know what I mean? Or yep. for a purse or something for, I don't know. But also, to, I, again, I want to encourage all of you to be on the offensive. You guys know what the trends are. You know what people um, are looking for. So if you don't see it, you don't see exactly, you know, don't let them lead. You should be leading them. Because you may find out about something that's, like, again, not there or in development. And don't forget also about follow-up emails after the show or while you, when you go to your room at night. If you saw something that excited you and you know that you have clients, do an email. Write to as many clients as you can think of and tell them about it. Hey, I'm in Vegas. Da, 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 da. They'll like that because they'll know that you're thinking of them. Did you have any um, news for the team or any challenges everyone can help you with? Uh, not that I can think of offhand. Okay. 
All right. Well, have fun in Vegas. I know you must be flying out later. Uh, yeah, tomorrow morning. Oh, it's tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Um, and Don, are you on? Is Don on? Maybe not. Barb? Yeah. Don is uh, uh, not feeling well today. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, Bob, are you on? Not sure. Maybe not. Linda? I'm here. There you go. And I know you guys are taking off t- uh, tomorrow, right? Driving in? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Early. You it's know like, what? I, go ahead. I was going to say, is it like a Thelma and Louise car with you and Deb? Um, probably. Crazy. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Debbie and I have a, when we get there, we're like on a mission. And um, we just, we just go and we walk and walk and walk. And I mean, we look at almost everything. We're just like crazy people. But we're looking for new items that we can sell to our customers, something that, you know, they don't, they don't see every day. And just something new and exciting. We try to get samples. And um, I mean, we try to see everybody that we can. And we're exhausted, but it's oh yeah, it's, it's exhausting. Great. We got to you know, um, we got to be ahead of our um, customers or our uh, clients. Well, I can't even talk, and, and our competition, because they'll show the stuff if we don't. That's why I'm saying um, to if you see things that you really think are great, it's back. You know, email them right there from your phone. Take a picture of it, just like you would for a friend. Hey, you know. Oh, here's a selfie, or even that would really be cool—a selfie of yourself holding whatever it is that you think is cool. People like that stuff. Correct. Yep, selfies. Which <laughs> reminds that a selfie stick is always an interesting giveaway. You know what? I I haven't had anybody um, go for that yet. Hmm. Yeah. Have you shown them? Yeah, I have. Oh. But I think there's been some bad write-up on them. Well, you know, um, they're really controversial, which I found out the hard way. Um, For Hanukkah, I thought it would be very nice of me to give each of our kids a selfie stick. I thought it was like like a basic, right? Like, big deal? Right. You know, a little thing, a little giveaway. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It got so much like, are you kidding me? I mean, some people embraced it, and then half the crowd were like, Oh, no way, I would never do this. Uh, people that have those are blah, 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 blah. But then on the other hand, um, we were actually in Vegas for uh, New Year's Eve, and there was a group of us, and we wanted to take a picture, and everyone was like, as, and they were laughing, saying, who has a selfie stick? I go, I do. <laughs> I know, I have it in my purse. Because Good I, for you. How are we going to get a picture? I mean, on New Year's Eve, people are crazy, I have time for this. So, guess what? Hero. And it was adorable. It was great. So, you're right. They carry with it, like, some kind of weirdo stigma. So, right. um, But I would still ask, because there's always that person that goes, oh, but I, I get I, it. I think they're cool. I know. I don't get it. I mean, they're practical. But I think they have, like, a nerdy kind of a reputation. I don't know. I don't know. Something with them. So, um yeah, and also I'm curious to see, I want to know if there's anybody with apps, but do you have any um, wins for this week or anything you want to share with the team? 
Um, it was a little slow, but I did pick up um, a new Enzyme um, account out of Prescott, and we're doing 150 T-shirts for him. Good. Yeah. Do you like the idea of like a T-shirt that holds a phone or something? There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd wear one of those. Uh huh. There you go. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Deb. Uh, Linda. Linda. I'm looking at Deb's name and. Um, Thanks, Linda, and drive safely. Deb, are you on? Yes, I'm here. Okay. We'll hear about all the wild antics in that car, so I'm just warning you. <laughs> Sounds like Linda uh, was, was speaking for you, but um, have you had um, any wins this week or anything you want to share with the team? Uh, no. Well, we're um, getting uh, jabs up and going, and so the franchisees should be able to order online. Oh, there you go. Hopefully by the end of this week. And so we're getting some stuff up. So um, that's moving right along. So other than that, it was, it was pretty slow for me. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I know that you'll be looking with Linda. I'm curious. To yes. Definitely expect that I'm going to ask. I want to know what everyone thought was, you know, the top three offerings, be it um, – products as giveaways, and also um, speakers and messages that you heard during the week. Um, I'm curious to see how all that goes as well. Um, so with that, um, like I said, I don't think Rusty's on the call. So Brad, Nathan, oh, Nathan probably isn't on either. Uh, Brad, Bruce, Nathan. Nathan's already there. Brad, do you have Barb, any? Bruce. Hi. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, I don't really have anything. Um, um, you know, we're going to have a great time tomorrow, a great learning time in, uh, in Vegas, and um, everybody's already talked through that. And we're all looking for things either for specific clients or just for new things in general. So um, I know I'm going to be looking also at um, the equipment section to see if, um, you know, there's something that makes sense for us to manufacture in-house with the, uh, with the goal of having um, same-day, next-day turnaround on something or some group of unique types of products. So um, um, have a great time in Vegas, and, uh, um, you know, I'll see you over the next couple of days, everybody. Yeah, and Brad, did you have anything? I'm, I'm good, Barb. Thank you. Okay. Safe travels. I know it's like a, a quick end, but it's going to be a long week and so forth, so I'm going to let you go. And um, I'm curious to hear about what a good time you guys had. So. What's that? I didn't miss anyone, did I? All right. Night. <laughs> Night. Bye. <laughs>